start the show. Yeah. Um, it's it's with a joke. Okay. Okay. And this this joke is. I don't know if people outside of Nebraska are going to understand this joke, but I think it's good enough on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what if if Mario if Mario had a favorite city in Nebraska, what would Mario's favorite city be named, or what would it be? Mama Mia. So no. would it be like? It would be, it would be Wahoo! Oh yeah, that's good. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that a- one will people. You know who else is going to get that joke is fans of the David Letterman show. Oh, really? Did David Le- he, did David Letterman make a joke similar to that? Well, for a long time, they like based they like pretended that their top ten list was based out of Wahoo, Nebraska. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, there was like a series of cities, but I think the Wahoo one like was for like a decade or something. It was a big, it was a big thing. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm trying to get my levels right because i clipped really hard on that and that was that was avici's uh, levels yeah i'm trying to get my avici levels down um but yeah i I thought of that when i was walking in today and i told that to alex my roommate and uh he he said that that really sucked and that i shouldn't say that but um but you just did so jokes on him actually he didn't understand it for a second (laughs) because i just said it like mario would say it and i didn't really clarify it's like he's like he's like I don't know what would Mario's favorite <laughs> city in Nebraska be. I was like, no, it's Wahoo, like the the noise that Mario makes. I'm like, if there was a city named Yippee, it would be Yippee too. You could say that what his favorite search engine is, and it's Yahoo. Yeah, it's Yahoo. Um, what is what's his favorite thing to do when he's at home? You know, sit on the tube. Uh, that's the TV, TV, I guess, or watch the tube. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he goes, he goes through pipes. He's so. a pipes, he's a pipes yeah. guy. Yeah. You yeah. could, you could maybe do a joke. I don't think anyone's ever done this one before. You could do a joke about how the the mushrooms that he eats in the game are actually like like magic mushrooms. Oh yeah, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> uh yeah. He uh, well, let's see. You could also, I mean, since he he goes through pipes, you could probably make a joke about how he like. And they're like green. And you can probably make a joke about how he like smokes weed or something out of pipes. Be like a weed pipe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So you know, there's just something along those lines. It's 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 a it's a concept that could be explored further if any <laughs> aspiring comedians out there yeah. want to kind of dig into this. I'm gonna I'm just gonna, you know, throw a lateral pass right to the audience on this one. You guys can come up with your own, you know, Mario pun. Uh, <laughs> and go ahead and email that to the show at one starcast at gmail.com. You have uh, our permission to come up with your own Mario pun. Yeah. I'm not going to guarantee we read it on the show, but if it's really good, I'll read it. So, um, yeah, the races uh, that you hear that sound—that's the sound of a million keyboards typing away at this moment. <laughs> Getting the next good Mario pun. Also, if it's hyper local, like to the point where Nolan and I will not get it because it is just very—it's like some town of 2000 people like it is here in nebraska i hope it is um, i hope we get i hope i think we need more localized humor yeah i think that would be great and I, I would absolutely read that on the show because that goes that stands for everything i'm about which is um keeping it really like first of all awful jokes second of all so local that only you and like five other people understand what you're talking about and i don't know what the third principle is but you know yeah, maybe we could write a computer algorithm to scan every place on Earth and map out like what the nearest location to that point is that sounds like a Mario catchphrase. Yeah, like um or not even or just like a Mario thing, right? Like um you know, maybe you're like uh talking about the mushroom kingdom, right? And you're like uh, uh <laughs> 
completely lost the plot actually i don't know where i was going with that i was i was looking forward to it because i didn't have a joke so i was like oh good yeah. thing jack does yeah no sorry let's see like i said we're, <laughs> we're passing this on this one onto the listener so uh yeah go ahead and <laughs> yeah but if we calculated the optimal mario joke for each location on earth then we could record a separate dialogue for each one and then set up a script so that depending on where you download the podcast from it subs in <laughs> the most local joke kind of like the i'm in grand rapids trick yeah, I'm yeah, in yeah. boise trick kind yeah. of a situation but for for this mario i think humor. I, I think the biggest difference between this idea and the i'm in your city trick uh compilation album uh, by lmfao is that the compilation album was not written by an ai <laughs> that's true well they didn't have ai back then that's if, true. If, if they came out today it would be that's yeah they would they could make it for every city for every city on the radio or what if you're listening on your phone it just automatically and it uses that voice ai thing too with uh on red foo and it makes his yeah. voice say the city that you're in so it like sounds like all demonic and stuff and i mean and hey with you know with covid and the pandemic and everything uh, shoot they probably have to do that because you'd have to do a virtual concert everywhere mm -hmm. in the world and exactly with you would have thought that that hologram technology would kind of what happened i feel like they used it on tupac and then they kind of put it back in the closet well okay so i understand what you're saying about that but like what <laughs> how does that fit in with the the digital concert are you saying that like we would watch a hologram on a tv like in my house um yeah you could do that or it could be like in your living room <laughs> oh okay i know i see i get to i got your at. you're saying that we should everybody in the in the country should have their own like hologram projector so that we can have virtual concerts in our home for social distancing yeah it is kind of yeah in our home it is kind of interesting now that i think about it that the tupac hologram outside of like the handful of people that were actually there and saw it everyone who saw it saw it on a device that was already capable of generating infinite tupac holograms. exactly you know <laughs> you can go back and you can watch other you know tupac you know videos that's basically a hologram you'd be like oh screen. it's like he's really here yeah. <laughs> do you remember when will i am did a hologram into cnn on election night 2008 oh my god yeah i forgot about that it was like that that emperor palpatine like meme thing where he's got a huge ass and huge chest you know mm -hmm. uh, but it was will i am giving his two cents on why john mccain was about to lose the 2008 election I like the video where he said, or Will I Am is like, you know what dope is backwards? E-pod. <laughs> and that's like, that's like somehow that makes a point about like the music industry or like. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like iPod. That's an E-pod. You know, e he's like a thinker. He's got a lot of cool vids out there where he kind of, he kind of tells you what's on his mind. Yeah. I, yeah. Did, I, didn't they make him like the chief creative officer of Intel? I think. Did they? Was that him? It was, it was, I think it was him. Well, let, uh, hold up. We don't have a guest this week, so I can easily just look this up and not feel bad about it. Uh, Will I am chief creative officer Intel? Because they also had they there was a separate campaign where they had the Blue Men Group were working with Intel, but then mm. I think later on they had <laughs> Will I am. You're really gonna love this title, Nolan. What so was it? He's not the creative uh, chief creative officer. Uh, he was named the creative director of innovation at Intel. <laughs> This is in 2011, January 25th, 2011. I like how it wouldn't be enough for him to either be the creative director or the director of innovation. He has to be the creative director of innovation. Yeah. Like anyone can direct innovation, but only he can do it creatively. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, I mean, he's so 3008 and you're so 2000 and late. So he knows mm-hmm. exactly what's going on. with. He the knows the direction that these computers are going. Like how much innovation do you really need with Intel? I feel like most of it is just make it as small as possible. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean like and as fast I, as possible. Well, I, there's, there's se- several technological things you can innovate on. Like there, you can make it, yeah, fast, small and generate less heat. Uh, right. I mean, I mean, being- I understand that there's lots of innovation that happens, yeah, on the tech side. But I mean, someone of Will I who Will I Am's expertise is really on like the design side. Yeah. Well, he's gonna make a new startup noise when uh, when you use an Intel motherboard. See, it's things like that that I feel like Will I Am has to integrate in the experience. Yeah. Or like make put a cool design on the IHS of like a CPU. Like uh-huh. uh, it's got like the Black Eyed Peas logo, which. <laughs> Or, or like, they'll like put out a line of CPUs with IHSs, which are this like the silver thing that covers the actual uh, chip itself. Yeah, um, it, it, it has all every single IHS has like an engraving of every Black Eyed Peas album cover. So you got mm-hmm. like Ella Funk, uh, the other ones. Yeah, his whole job is just doing like circuit board art, <laughs> like making little designs and stuff. <laughs> that would be awesome. And like most of the time, the circuit boards do not function. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like well, you could have like the creative director of innovation at Starbucks, and they would just be doing latte art all day. Well, yeah, you know? but it's that makes like sense because you can still drink. You know, if it turns out bad, you can drink. You a can bad. still drink the yeah. Yeah, if has that really has that been? Are there coffee shops that? So this is kind of a tangent, but are there coffee shops that use? the latte art is like a as like an incentive to get people you know, to come in like I, they I, professional latte artists i think when like whatever wave coffee shops the current one whenever those started taking off like in you know 2010 2011 mm-hmm. i think i think the latte art was like a selling point like ad, like on an advertisement level um but you know i i don't know i i don't think now i feel like it's super common and uh i don't i mean I, I don't think it's as hard as most people think it is. Like, obviously, no, it looks really hard. Well, I mean, it looks hard to shit, you know, to me too. But I feel like if I was sat down with somebody who knows how to do it for like two hours, I could figure it out. You know, you think so? We might have to put that to the test. That would be awesome. That'd be like like some video content. Me trying to learn how to do latte art. I'm not. I'm not trying to say like like baristas are unskilled or whatever because they absolutely are. But like, I feel like simple latte art could shouldn't be that hard to do it. Like, I I just know so <laughs> many people who know how to do it that it just doesn't seem like it's too hard to learn like the basics. You know what I mean? I don't know, Jack. I don't know. I think it's I think you find it. There's a bit more twists and turns to it than you realize. <laughs> okay. Well, how about me? Me and the barista will switch. Uh, like the skills that we've learned over the years. They can build a computer. And I'll build a, or I'll I'll make latte art because I feel like okay. both of those are kind of on the same like level of complexity as far as like, you know, how much how hard it looks versus how easy it actually is to do in practice. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is reminding me. Do you remember when Sean Handy said that he would let himself get waterboarded live on TV? Okay, it's sort of like that, but not quite as extreme or like, <laughs> or like just straight up offensive. But he still the thing is he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. No, I'm, and I feel like anybody, I feel like anyone who's running for like federal office in 2024, president specifically, could probably win if they just said, "If I'm president, we will waterboard Sean Hannity." <laughs> we got to hold him accountable. Oh, speaking of Sean Hannity, I realize I'm steering us on, on uh, tangents unknown here, but okay, how about this? Well, I'll steer us back, but after this tangent. 
Okay, I just wanted to tell you there's a tonight on I don't know when this episode goes up, but if you want to get the word out, tonight on Fox News uh is a new hour long comedy show from Greg Gutfeld called Gutfeld. Okay. And it's gonna be comedy from a conservative perspective, and I can't wait. It's gonna be hilarious. And it's gonna be every single night. It's an hour long show every, every night, night of the week. Dude's gonna do an hour, I don't think, but it's on Monday to Friday. Of a new stand up every Monday to Friday? Well, I don't really think it's stand up. I think it's more like a daily show, but from a right wing perspective. Okay, see, the way you made it out, I was like, I was thinking it was like an hour long (laughs) stand up special, and this guy was gonna do a new one every (laughs) night for five days a week. That's funny. It's like a, it's like a, sort of like a Las Vegas residency or something. Oh yeah, no, Except yeah. You I have mean, to like, c- keep thinking of new material every night. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say people do that, like in like Las Vegas. The thing is, the the material is just not new from every time because they're playing a new crowd. So yeah, but I'm interested to see if Greg was listening to our episode a few weeks ago and if he incorporates my idea, conservative jackass, into the program. <laughs> What's up, guys? My name's Brenton, and this is Jackass. It's mostly just like getting too close to people, and when you're unvaccinated and stuff like that, like, <laughs> yeah, or like just like violating wearing, social distancing, wearing blackface too. That's another. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. be an aspect of conservative jackass. Yeah, um, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I support that, but I feel like get something that oh, Greg, that would knowing be Greg's perspective, he'd like to incorporate into his program Gutfeld. Yeah, I feel we, like weeknights on the Fox News Network. I feel like if Fox is going that direction, like the with making a comedy show, they're only maybe like two degrees of separation away from doing like like conservative jackass. Yeah, I feel like we could get on Gutfeld. Like, oh yeah, not, I haven't seen the show yet, but like, okay, well we all know his previous show was Red Eye. Yeah, and. And uh, that had great guests like uh, like <laughs> Nick, Nick Mullen and John and Bolton John. on the same episode. <laughs> so I feel like if, if Greg brings a similar range, not not that those two people are not both tremendously talented at what they do, but I feel like I feel like there could be an opening for us to get some some coverage on on Gutfeld I, if we if we did reviews of like you know the Democratic Party or something. Yeah, um, yeah. I think our biggest roadblock there is the fact that I feel like they just take people who live in the city and also don't want to get paid. And like, if I went on Gutfeld, I wouldn't give a shit if I got paid, but I I, I don't live in New York city. So it's kind of like, you know, I, if we moved it, if we make the big move to NYC, I think we got a chance. I like how, I just like how casually the phrase that you just use went on gut fell has already become <laughs> part of like normal parlance and the first episode hasn't even aired yet. Yeah. Well, it's airing tonight. It's, my, it's airing tonight. It's at 11. I think it's at 10 o'clock. Okay. Depending well, on where you live. It should be out by the time this episode's up. If we do an hour and it takes me 20 minutes to edit. So, yeah, it'd be funny if this show that I'm promoting ends up being like the most vile racist yeah. thing ever and gets canceled after like one episode. So, yeah. So disclaimer, after the fact if it is that we do not endorse it and we also didn't say what we just because said. there's like an 80% chance <laughs> it is that given who given who's producing this yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah bit yeah retroactive disclaimer if it is that um we didn't say what we said and also we condemn it so. mm-hmm. absolutely uh, okay well let's go into <laughs> let's go into the reviews let's get let's give the people what they want so we're gonna do a we're gonna do an all listener review episode except the movie corner. The movie corner stays. And you did get sixteen reviews for the movie corner, and we're also fifteen minutes in. 
This is a big movie corner this week. It's a big movie. Oh yeah, it's it's the the movie's ordinary people, which I literally only know because of American Dad, uh, because he was really excited for uh, Stan was really excited for Steve Smith to go through puberty or actually be on the other side of puberty so he could discuss ordinary people with it. But in the context that he said, uh, it sounded like he was saying, he was talking about like just people in general, but then he pulled out the DVD of ordinary people. That's pretty funny. Cause that's kind of like that classic comedic misdirection. Yeah. It's a little bit like that, <laughs> but yeah, so we do have 16. I mean, we have a ton of listener stuff to get through. So I don't know if we're going to do all of this, but we will read most of it at the very least. So, all right, John, cause you might be missing out. On okay. The well, if there's, if there's anything if that I'm like, all right, well, let's go on to the listener stuff. Stop it. Stop me. If there's one that I'm really missing out on, it'd be all of them. This is, this is, it's like that some 41 album, all killer, no filler. Yeah, that's, it, that's exactly what it is because you totally didn't ask before we started. Hey, did I send those over to you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been, I've been sitting all week on this. I, 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 I I've every every waking moment of the past week I've been spending preparing these ordinary people reviews. <laughs> yeah, he came up with the 16 best reviews across the internet of all time. <laughs> yeah. It started with a field of like hundreds and then I narrowed it down day after day, you know, it's <laughs> Yeah, you've been working you start when we started the movie corner it was for this movie because you've been it was working for this so particular hard. movie. Yeah. Been burning the midnight oil ever since. Yeah, we had to do every Oscar to buy you time to get it finished exactly it took so i knew it was going to take so long to get these 16 specific reviews together because i was only going at a rate of finding one every like sometimes it was every few months honestly this is i'm looking now it's movie corner 53 if we if we take into account that we've done one every week uh this would have been exactly one year and one week after we started wow except i think there's two more weeks because we did a detour for Ernest scared stupid yep. and a christmas one i think maybe? yeah we did two that the grinch that the were grinch. point we fives so you know yeah there you go either way almost about a year so anyway kathy says four stars not happy with mom good movie okay so uh here we go she says awesome actors wanted to quote strangle the mother at times so apparently they did what they set out to do show people Show how people handle situations in different ways. <laughs> that, yeah, that's exactly what they were trying to do, is that. Yeah, she wanted to quote strangle her, not yeah, literally. She didn't want to literally. Like, she's not trying to get Stra- banned if you know what, If you know what she means by strangle, yeah, sound you, off in the comments. <laughs> yeah, if you know what she means. Um, I think we all do. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to take the next one from Donna B? Yeah, Donna gives it a three stars and says, old movie not a man's movie not what it's not a man's movie you know it's not like rambo it's ordinary people yeah it's just regular people um i like that this isn't a verified purchase so i feel like she just went to amazon.com to remove to review the movie like she's robert roger ebert yeah you can't trust people who don't verify their purchase (laughs) god damn it dude the next fucking review (laughs) yep (laughs) god damn it uh riles five says four stars thank you american dad for the suggestion (laughs) and the review just says interesting psychological family drama so apparently i'm not the only one who's only heard of this movie because of american dad so i'm not the only imbecile in the world that's good thank you american dad we can't (laughs) say it enough yeah can we just get a can we just get a big shout out for american dad that's all i gotta say kind of a round of applause going yep i'm clapping right now Thanks. You can't hear it because my mic's so good. 
so good it can't wasn't pick up a single noise other yeah. than your other beautiful voice yeah. itself yeah. <laughs> uh do you want to take the next one yes yeah, from nick it's so he says a four star almost a perfect dvd <laughs> and i liked um this was reviewed in september 7th 2002 so less than a year after the towers yeah, i was gonna fell. say almost exactly a year after the towers came down yeah and this is nick's take on how this comes just shy of being a perfect dvd it's okay he's is he oh, never mind could just go <laughs> okay uh he says i say almost because of paramount's ongoing stupidity to not include extra features in their back titles <laughs> This movie is it's definitely stupidity and not just like just like laziness. Yeah, not just like we're gonna put this on a DVD so more people buy it. And we don't care if you They're like not it. Like, or not. Duh, we're too stupid to think of what to put on this DVD. Duh, duh, duh. What do I put on here? Yeah, that's that's a good impression of Paramount. <laughs> you get Paramount Plus, by the way. Oh yeah, I've, I've been seeing um, ads for Paramount Plus. I love, I love that the whole net neutrality thing happened. You know, in 2017. And, you know, people were predicting, oh, you know, everything's going to have its own sub subscription. And the FEC or whoever the fuck did that shit, they were like, oh, no, it's not. You're wrong. It's actually going to be good for consumers. And now uh, yeah. four years later, here we are. Every single network has its own streaming service. Like, who the fuck? I, I remember, I think we talked about this a year ago, but I, I had a fucking, I found an advertisement for Camel Cigarettes. Uh, and they had a streaming service. So, I don't <laughs> I don't remember talking about I think about it was that. called like Camel Plus or something like that. It was like in a <laughs> Joe Camel animated series. I, I have no idea. What, it was for 21 plus only. So it might have been porno <laughs> too. Who knows? But um, oh, yeah, no. it was in it was like uh, like an advertisement for like like that would be like an insert into a cigarette box that I found like on the ground when I was downtown. This would have been like 2019. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, it said like it said like go to Camel website to check out Camel's new streaming service. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening with this fucked up goddamn world? Okay, you can continue with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get out. If anybody knows anything about the Camel streaming service, yeah, go ahead and write in. Go ahead and write. I love how we just demand people to write in about everything. Oh yeah, you know, just give me your opinion. That's how we. That's how we interact with the old listeners, you know. Yeah, well, because it's not fair if we're the ones just spouting our opinion all day. Yeah, well, I'm trying to have a dialect. Or trying to have trying to dialogue. create discourse. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, back to Nick, who says, This movie is brilliant, and if you have never seen it before, parentheses, if that's possible, <laughs> uh, you will be shocked at Mary Tyler Moore's mesmerizing portrayal. This is not, quote, Mary Richards, trust me. Okay. Uh, why I gave it four instead of five stars is because, as I typed before, Paramount's continuation of omitting extra features in their release of older titles. Just think how even more wonderful this film would have been if director Robert Redford would have added a commentary track. <laughs> in 2002, is, he, is Robert Redford even still alive now? oh no <laughs> i think he probably is but i i, I think he, he has to be pretty old like, yeah he's, a, he's 84 uh okay, so, a, so a he, he's saying old. this would be a five star if they would have if they he's not even asking so see he's not even asking for never mind i'll finish this okay, yeah, just... after. so he says it should have been the least he could have done <laughs> the least he could have done was add a director's commentary track 
Yeah, that he's you know he, he's not wrong. I mean, film directors are notoriously lazy people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do they do? The least they can do is just watch their own movie and talk for two hours. Yeah, the, a movie that came out like twenty-two years prior to this review being written. Yeah, it should have been the least he could have done on a film that got him an Academy Award for Best Director. That should be like in the contract. If you accept that award, you have to do a, de- a director's commentary. Yeah. Uh, he says three more Oscars went to this film, including Best Picture, which we're aware of. Yep. Uh, don't miss out. Get this DVD and watch a terrific film. One of the taglines from this film was, quote, some films you watch, others you feel. No truer words were spoken. <laughs> okay. You know, this is like a tagline of like the DVD like system itself or something. Well, so my question was before I let you go in the beginning was, okay, so is this person talking about like the DVD itself or the movie? And it was, it was made immediately clear that um, he is talking about the DVD, not the movie, but I, it just, I love it. If a person refers to like film as a DVD, like, yeah, I'm going to go to the movies and watch a DVD. Yeah, I'm going to watch. What's your what's your favorite D? What are your top 5 favorite DVDs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's pretty it's pretty good. So, uh but he seemed like he had an issue with the fact that Paramount won't put um new special features. They won't put well, the it's bloopers. Not ju- it's not just that. Like he's not he's not just asking for like behind the scenes or bloopers. He's asking them for, to crank out some new con- content with <laughs> yeah. Robert himself. Yeah. At, he's asking him to get Robert down to the studio into a room with a mic and make him watch the whole movie and blab over it yeah they should also add a animated short that's in the beginning like they do in like the pokemon movies yeah that would have been good or like the pixar films yeah 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 they, yeah they just have like a non-sequitur cgi like 10 minute long little little piece of cinema that you get to enjoy um, yeah i'm all for it okay the next review comes from ramona may and they say three stars this is definitely a case of quote you know who best picture of 1980 Oh, who you know. Of who you know, sorry. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know what that fuck that means at all. <laughs> uh, they say, okay, movie, but this is definitely a case of who you know. Best picture of 1980? I don't think so. Boring character portrayals and sleeper screenplay. And I've seen hundreds of drama movies, so I don't... I don't know about that. <laughs> like, so she thinks that she thinks that they won best picture because like robert redford has like a lot of linkedin friends <laughs> yeah he's got he went to a lot of networking events in hollywood and they're like do you want to yeah and that's how that he yeah, that's the thing about hollywood you got to network your way to winning best picture yeah i think this next review might be the oldest one we've seen on here like on the when, show bong joon ho when he won for for parasite that was because he had done a lot of like um like social social networking and joining different like uh, like services yeah and, he was and, he, he was friends with paul schrader on facebook and that's why he won on facebook yeah and that it all kind of went from there it's all it all was kind of a mutual friend spiral from yeah there. until he until he added oscar himself on facebook <laughs> and once you add oscar on facebook who, his name is just oscar and it's his yeah. picture is only picture is the gold statue then you can get access then you can ask him if you movie can win best picture yeah i've been in a facebook message uh, group chat with uh with oscar for a while and he will not talk to me <laughs> yeah um but yeah i was gonna say the next review i think is the oldest one that we've read on the show so far historic yeah do you want to do you want to read oh, it this is mine isn't it yeah. baba kg like kevin garnett yes sir uh, three stars, ordinary people, question marks. 
and then a couple of forward slashes for good measure. And this is from March 27th, 1999. That's pro- so this is a, I was gonna say that's 22 years ago prior to y2k man they, they didn't even mm-hmm. they know if the world was going to end in a year exactly they probably thought it was that's why they were they had to make this review before <laughs> it was too late true uh and they say i have seen this movie more than five times but i never really understood it so that's a deep movie if you, you have to watch over five times i mean to even understand it. i don't know if it's a deep movie or if the person reviewing it's just kind of like dumb but <laughs> no this just this movie's got layer after layer after layer Hey, it could be. Um, it's like it's an onion. levels, like Avicii. Oh, yeah, like Avicii. <laughs> um, this one's from 2000. Damn, you're pulling the April old ones April Fool's Day, which we... Do you, by the way, did you have a good April Fool's Day, Jack? Yeah, I got fooled. I got tricked by a trickster. Somebody gotcha? No, actually, I, did, I don't think they did. I'm trying to think. I, yeah, no, I was at home all day Thursday. I worked from home and everything, so... Um, Phew, yeah, you played it safe. Yeah, I did. Like. I want to leave my house in the, on the off chance that I was going to get tricked yeah <laughs> um okay yeah april 1st 2000 Jarrett mcdonald puts a three-star review out here and he says i thought it was going to be better <laughs> he said <laughs> he says when my aunt told me about this movie it sounded pretty good so we waited for a long time until it came to our video store <laughs> why are you reviewing it on amazon then? yeah <laughs> i was i was if you're reviewing the- it on blockbuster.com <laughs> yeah I was the first to watch it and I, what? I was the first to watch it and I didn't even think it was as good as my aunt said it would be. Now, how could he be the first to watch right? it if his aunt had already told him about it? Is he it? saying he was the first person ever to rent this movie from, yeah, the blockbuster of a Hollywood video or whatever that he went to? Yeah, he was the very first one. Yeah. He well, was first in line. They did a midnight release for it. <laughs> I really like that three people found that helpful too. Like, you're like, yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was as good as my aunt said it would be either. It seemed like more of a review of his aunt than, yeah. <laughs> than his aunt's movie recommendation skills. Um, Okay, do you want to read this next one? And then I think we should go to the list of reviews because we're about at 30 minutes here. All right, if you insist. Uh, Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Fuck, the, the rest of them are so long. I know. <laughs> All right, I'll post the rest of them on Twitter. Yeah, we can. I was going to say we can just load them on Twitter and we'll be good. Uh, that's from Dave from Indy, who says two stars. Buyer beware. Speaking of Indy, who you got in the big uh, hoops tournament tonight? Championship. Um, shit. Who's playing? It's not Gonzaga. Zags. Oh, Gonzaga, Gonzaga. and the uh, Baylor Bears. I got Gonzaga. My brother yeah, has Baylor. Yeah, I got Baylor. Gonzaga all the way. Yeah. No. Um. My brother, before when we were like making like a bracket or whatever with my family, he was talking so much shit on me and my dad because we picked Gonzaga to win and he picked Baylor mm-hmm. and he's like he's like you guys are stupid Gonzaga's never won and I'm like it's, that's the that no time like the present to win a tournament so yep there you go that's all you need to hear yep uh two so that's our pick put all your Vegas money on Gonzaga yep go ahead and bet uh, Gonzaga bet bet the bet.com you go down uh, to bet.com <laughs> uh, buyer beware the, this is 2009, so about 10 years later. Yeah. Uh, the second disc is not even a DVD. It is a CD containing music by Echo and the Bunnymen, Erasure, uh, In Excess, and Aha. It is the same disc included on other I Love the 80s DVDs. 
It has nothing to do with the movie. It is a total ripoff, totally misleading advertising. You get nothing on this set that was not included in prior editions of Ordinary People. So he's and got twenty-two. Kind of, a whopping twenty-two people found that helpful. He's got kind of this a similar issue with this the this, the same guy who reviewed it in two thousand two, who was like, "There's no special features," but I, it sounds like there is. You get a free "I Love the '80s" CD. You know? Yeah, I blast that in my car. I, yeah. <laughs> Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, that's great. Aha, uh-huh. they got that one song and Erasure. They have the song that was in Robot Unicorn Attack, the Facebook game from 2007. Um, actually, I think it was 2010, whatever. It, I don't remember any In Excess songs, but I'm sure it's other 80s pop stuff. So, yeah, It's it, only a cool CD to me. Yeah, I would listen to that probably before I watched the movie, honestly. Maybe there's like a Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz thing where <laughs> you can play it at the same time as the movie. You have to play that CD up. backwards and it syncs up with the uh, the movie. Yeah, with ordinary people. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what that, uh, what was the Wizard of Oz even supposed to I like, think it was do? just like that the, if you played Dark Side of the Moon at the same time <laughs> as, um, <laughs> The, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, of Wizard of Oz, like the mouth movements would sync up with it. But I, <laughs> I think that was just a thing where it was like, um, I totally, I've totally just completely have blanked. Uh, <laughs> I think it was an, a thing where people were like smoking, smoking ganja, and uh, oh, there had to be, there had to be a, sort of a third element thrown into the mix. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying, yeah. Now that would make more sense. I thought it was just you like watch it and then you like ascend to a higher plane or something. But I guess there needs to be another, another dash. Yeah, there's just yeah there. another reason why you see that happen. Yeah. Now, now I think now I think I see what you're saying, and now I I see things a little bit differently. My yeah, my my perspective is a little bit out there. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to one star and your perspective hasn't changed by the end of the episode, were you even listening? exactly you know we're here to challenge your perspective speaking of that let's read some stuff from people whose perspectives we've challenged uh we're going to start off with this email from john who's a friend of the podcast uh the the subject is grocery list um and it is a screenshot of a list app list and it says grocery list sesame oil garlic ginger 28 ounce or more in parentheses firm tofu i hope he goes with more i hope he does too i think he's a growing boy and he could use some more some more tofu one half Mm -hmm. pound of coleslaw mix which is gross uh green onion yeah that's our revision is cut that one yeah that's gross green onion mushroom onion so you got onions on there twice peppers spinach nutritional yeast uh salsa zucchini lemon pepper seasoning egg parsley and conditioner so i got another <laughs> issue with that conditioner is not a grocery that is a product so no that's one of the ingredients for this, <laughs> this meal he's making it's is gonna... you have to put a couple squirts of conditioner in there yeah do you have any thoughts on john's grocery list nolan well the onion thing i agree with that's just that's just a an oversight yeah I let's mean, let's reduce pro- proofread things before you send them into the show all or, right or you know maybe reduce your fractions a little bit there maybe say green slash white onion in one line and then you won't have yes, to t- take exactly. two for that um i i got another note maybe pick up some meat while you're there buddy i know that's not your thing uh nolan but i know john is not a vegetarian yeah I, there was a lack of meat on the list mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm not going to recommend anyone do that because again that's not my thing but yeah but you know it is i'm kind of the meat guy on this podcast and yeah uh, well i mean our governor wouldn't be happy with him because this is if this is his, his menu the meat is not on the menu <laughs> what day was meat on, meat is on the menu day that was like a friday like two weeks ago yeah 
That was a it, there's a special day for anybody not familiar in Nebraska. To have meat on your menu. Yeah, Pete Ricketts. I'm not gonna get too into it, but he's been going really hard with pissing me off on Twitter recently. So on Twitter specifically, yeah, he's been just posting shit like um, I don't know. He like uh he tweeted something about how Pepsi, the MLB, and like something else are like in cahoots with radical left liberals because they want to <laughs> derail like voting thing because they're against like Georgia being like like trying to pass a law that's like you can't give food to people in line oh, at a yeah. voting place. So I was like let me find it cuz the 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 people he add, like the the things that he added were incredible like the, the organizations why look. does anyone give a shit about what a guy or a governor thinks about mlb if the state doesn't even have it uh, right team? that's the other thing i'm like i don't like first of all i i think he cares about it because he owns an mlb team <laughs> that is true he is a co-owner oh, yeah. of the okay cubs, so it wasn't his Pepsi. family owns the cubs it was for coca-cola delta and mlb <laughs> <laughs> so he's calling them out yeah um (laughs) i don't really understand but you know uh made me mad when i saw it anyway thank you john for sending in your grocery list maybe send in some reviews next time too that would probably help me out let's go into this email from matthew and matthew says hi jack and nolan spelling our names the correct way j-a-c and n-o-l-i-n thank you um Matthew says, longtime hashtag follower, first time submitter. Great Teen Gardens, Great Teens Garden Cast episodes got me committed to becoming a forever family member at Olive Garden and getting the pasta pass. Here is my CV. Please DM me via LinkedIn for further questions. <laughs> uh, in 2016, he had 39 out of 49 days. Um, I don't know what that means. Is it so? Like the pasta pass was like the you pay like 90 bucks and you can go free for what was the promotion exactly Noel? yeah you you definitely can go it's a it's a, the weeks or whatever eight weeks or whatever it is mm-hmm. you get to go at least once a day i don't know if you get to go more than once a day and and, and then and it's free at that point i think you, yeah. you buy the pass up front and then you can get as much pasta as you want over this like eight week period i gotcha okay so 2016 he went 39 to 49 uh, didn't go, didn't get the pass. Twenty seventeen didn't look like, but in twenty eighteen he took thirty two trips to Italy in eight weeks, which I love that the trips to Italy. Yeah, the tour of Italy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in twenty nineteen he took fifteen trips to Italy during the promotion, but it's a horrible FW ratio, which is family visits per week. Which, yeah, I'll yeah. say that one's kind of low. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matthew goes on to say, I'm a PhD candidate in chemistry now, and I've been listening to the podcast since I started grad graduate school. And it's made late nights in the lab while hashtag grinding goes so much better. So thanks. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And thanks for grinding. Yeah. yeah, Thanks for grinding too. keep on that grind. I will at least uh, send you three reviews before never contributing the podcast again. By the way, today it hailed in California and today it hailed in California and it made me think of the song sale from AWOL nation, but more like hail. Okay. Thanks. Shout out to those guys. They should make a, make a parody of that. (laughs) Yeah um okay so we got a few about a bunch of reviews from matthew here too um let's try to bust through these ones this is for this is i don't know if it's on nextdoor.com or if it's oh no it's it's so the this review is on nextdoor.com but it's for davis municipal golf course uh and it comes from annabelle g and there's no rating because it's just a comment basically 
And uh, Annabelle says, hello, neighbors. This post is for my fellow golfers. I wanted to share my experience with Davis Municipal Golf Course. <laughs> In my opinion, this golf course is the worst golf course me and my family have ever been to. They have the absolute worst customer service. They don't have the slightest regard for their customers and turn away children for no reason. I believe the supervisor's name was Mark. I'm not sure if he was having a bad day, but my four-year-old felt personally attacked by the supervisor. Oh, no. He did not allow my child to play with his dad under the pretense that there are no spectators allowed. <laughs> <laughs> however the child was not a spectator he was there to learn and play with his father i am first off whenever any reviewer says no reason they really mean they gave me a reason i just didn't like yeah yeah i am sure mark doesn't care but he made my four-year-old feel really bad unwanted and basically ruined a child's day i had to explain to my child that sometimes there are just some mean grinches out there so we got a grinch working here it's a shame because we live like 10 minutes away from this golf course but we will never be going there again well, I think overall it sounds like a net positive because she got to have the Grinch talk with her kid. <laughs> yeah, you, sometimes you have to have that Grinch talk with your child. You got to know when to shoehorn that in. Yeah. You know, it, it might as well just wait for an opportunity to present itself like at Davis Municipal Golf Course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you want to read the, the, the response from Linda M.? Yeah, so this looks like this nextdoor.com, which I've never used, is sort of a Facebook style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like system. Facebook for, for like really racist old people. It's like yeah, it's like Facebook, but like physically located, right? So it's for your neighbors yep. and stuff. It's for the people that are next door, which is what I always wanted from Facebook. I always said I love I love interacting with some of the brightest minds in my community, but I wish they were next door to me. Yeah, no, I, agree. I wish I was in physical close physical proximity w- with all these obnoxious and often racist people that I'm bantering with. I wish there was a social media platform for Main Street. For Main Street, yeah, we have Wall Street, but we got to get one for Main Street, yeah. USA. Do you want to read Linda's response and then I'll take Lisa's? Yeah, Linda's uh, gives it a, yeah, forget the wolf of Wall Street. I want to be the wolf of Main Street. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, Linda says, uh, Annabelle, I play at Davis Muni all the time. You can tell she plays all the time because she calls it Davis Muni. Yeah, it's like short. her brother. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Mark and the rest of the staff are always nice and professional, even with the COVID changes we have to live with. Okay. <laughs> I always thought it was against the course rules to allow non-players to ride in your cart, as it is posted on the course rules listing on the large sign. I'm sorry you and your child had this bad experience. Maybe you can give your child a good experience at another location that has different rules posted. <laughs> Lisa, an instructive criticism there. Linda then seemingly tags Davis Golf Course and then says, uh, Lisa N responds with, I can't get behind disparaging a local business because your four-year-old didn't get to play a very busy 18-hole course. Regardless of the reason, this is a good way to become very unpopular amongst other golfers. Honestly, like, fuck Lisa and Linda. Like, this sucks. (laughs) This sucks so bad. Like, all the all this this person wanted to have is like have their son and their dad have a bonding moment with golf. A child could play golf. I learned how to play golf when I was four too, and I learned on a golf course and had no fucking yeah. issues with it. Like I don't, I get it that you're gonna hold people up behind you, but fuck those people. They can fucking wait. Like, yeah. Well, Lisa got twelve reactions. I, I see message, that so people are agreeing with her. I really, I really just dislike 
her thing. First of all, fuck a local business. I don't give a fuck about a local business. You gotta support local. Yeah. Second of all, eat shit and let this dad and his son like have a fucking moment together. Uh huh. Um. Okay. The next one is G Spot Nails. <laughs> uh, and Matt Matthew offered some uh, context on this, and uh, it says context on the second location. Discovered this location by accident. If you fly into uh, Whiteman Airport in L.A. and want to check in via Instagram slash Snapchat, the first location tag option is always this nail salon. <laughs> uh, you want to take the first review here? Yeah, this is from uh, Carolina, like the nor- like North and South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Carolina is, is a local guide and this is one star. Uh, if you want to get your nails done, you need to make an appointment. WTH? No, I think that stands for what the heck, or maybe even something more a little more PG. <laughs> so she wants to just walk in and get the nails done. Oh my god! Uh, apparently, a place like G Spot, you yeah, gotta wait. No walk-ins welcome. Okay, so you gotta get in line. There's a disclaimer on this one that it's probably too racist to read, so I'm not gonna read it. Um, but I do <laughs> want to read. It says because uh, it's a Spanish language review that got translated automatically. Uh-huh. Um, and it said the last is my girl Rocio is killing the nail industry. Uh, it says, um, he says, okay, probably too racist. And then parentheses, definitely not hype to put on the podcast, but I really appreciate how the original post is in, is all in Spanish until the last se- sentence. Like she needed to make sure that, the, that she gives a global shout out to Rocio. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> My girl Rocio is killing the nail industry. Yeah. And this is oh, but so we should this is a five star review. Yeah, it is a five star review. I don't Which is which is normally the racism is in the one star reviews, but this might be the first racist I mean, five star I'm reading it now and it is absolutely too racist to be read on this show, or at least that I'm comfortable with. Yeah, uh, I see I was confused about that last line because when I I didn't even look when I heard it was racist. I assumed it was a one star, yeah, but it's not. They had a great time. Yeah. Evidently. Um, this review comes from Ivy and it's a five star review. It says love Rocio. She's great. Always does such a wonderful job on my nails. So friendly as well. I recommend G spot nails to everyone. I know. <laughs> Rocio getting, getting popular. In here. <laughs> yeah. Next of, was it Rovio? Like that DVD yeah. software. Um, Okay, the next two reviews are pretty much the same thing. It's just like uh, they wouldn't like let them in because they came in too early or didn't have. It was Roxio yeah. DVD software. Oh yeah, that's right, Roxio. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that shit. Uh, do you want to read this last one though from Jay? Yeah, Jay says uh, one star, zero stars out of five. If I could, but Google won't let me post without any. Oh, we got uh, a belt I've and seen- a car. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, we got the car that we have queued up to zoom by every time <laughs> that happens. Um, I've seen their work before and was impressed, but first impression was straight up ugly. I was having nice ass Saturday. <laughs> I love having nice ass Saturday. <laughs> uh, I came in with a smile. The first step I took in, the fir- this is the first step the first she takes step. into the place. They gave me a rude up and down body check and turned me away and refused to do my nails with no explanation. <laughs> it's L.A. You got to be looking yeah. good if you're going to get your nails done, you know. 
it uh it was 12 p.m on a saturday which i found sus kind of like that yep game among, among us. us yeah but that's two years ago so she predicted among us wait she said sus before among us yeah two years ago damn this is like mandela effect <laughs> yeah, it's the mandala effect mancala effect remember that game where you <laughs> the little jewels bro i was so good at mancala anybody that's a good game yeah indoor recess nobody wanted to play mancala against me oh yeah because i would kick their fucking ass at it you just got to think be thinking ahead yeah i'm kind of strategical uh jokes on them they could have got these coins (laughs) (laughs) so they're missing out on jay's coin (laughs) and she said do you know is this next i think it's like a name yeah it's majita is the name mahita yeah, How maybe Mahita. Want a successful business, but you're here turning specific customers away. Throw the whole salon away. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm sad that Jay's nice ass Saturday had to be um ruined by this uh this encounter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you, Matthew, for those reviews. We appreciate them. Um, okay, we have more Gordon Gecko reviews. Uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd hear. I, his name did again. we read any of these on when we had i don't think we did I'm, i i honestly cannot remember if we read these so. yeah these are kind of starting to pile up and i'm not sure but i don't think we read them okay we no we didn't we definitely didn't and i Kevin. do not remember this first one and I, we would have started let's in the interest of time we'll read the first four of these oh yeah these are new on. because this introduces a new a new angle to the gordon gecko character that we didn't know about before <laughs> yeah uh so this comes from the legged one who's on top of the gordon gecko thing um like i said in the interest of time let's just do the first four and we can take the last couple uh on the next episode um and the legged one says hello one star cast here are some more reviews from gordon gecko this will most likely be the last time i will send in his reviews as they are pretty much all identical (laughs) (laughs) so this first one is a review on walmart supercenter and Gordon Gecko has now changed his name. Um, instead of Gecko <laughs> being spelled Gecko with a C, he changed the C to a K, and then in parentheses put Cloud, like the like the main character from Final Fantasy VII, or like he's in the cloud. Like it cloud could be that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Gordon Gecko gives it three stars and says, "Can everyone smoke some weed and just calm down?" <laughs> Now, this Walmart's in Chicago, so I so don't... This still said it's from a year ago, so I still am reading these like we read the other Gordon Geckos, that he's, like, slowly, like, the pandemic is starting, and he's having a hard time dealing with it. Yeah, he's like, can we ever just smoke some fucking kush? Because before this, all his reviews were about how he was mad at Walgreens that they, like, were delaying his order or something. Yeah. And they were all from, like, mid-March 2020. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is happening? They're going out of so business. Now, so he, I think, so he got really pissed. But now I think he should take his own advice and calm down. A yeah, little maybe bit. smoke some weed and chill out. Um, you want to read the next one? Yeah, for BMO Harris Bank. This is in Southside Chicago, and this would be a good time to remind everyone that his profile picture is the Bitcoin logo. Yeah. <laughs> because on this bank, he says one star got Bitcoin. Yep, and then there's a boilerplate response so i'd say so he's not happy with his bank because they don't have bitcoin. they don't have bitcoins. Like got milk yeah I'm, I'm, trying, I'm going to the bank to deposit my bitcoins into my account did did okay i'm too i'm too young to know to remember a time before got milk advertisements so i wanted to ask did they invent the phrase got blank I, question mark i think they did yeah 
I mean, because I've see, I see that always, and I always assume that it started with Got Milk. It, I think I, it did. It was I, like a 1980s like PSA thing, and then it just. Be- how old is Got Milk? I thought it was from like the 2000s. I thought it was 1980s. Let me see. Got Milk. Got it milk. definitely was big in the 2000s. But I don't know when it started. Oh, it started in '93. Oh damn, I was close with 80s, but you know. yeah. So I really was correct that I I don't actually remember yeah. a time before Got Milk existed. Yeah, me either. It was, it was the year before <laughs> I was born when it came out. So. Uh, Okay, this next one comes from Westlawn, or it's Gordon Gecko still, but it's on Westlawn Branch, Chicago Public Library, and it's a five-star review, and it says, read a book, which I think is pretty apt because that's a place where you go to read a book. Exactly. Okay, do you want to take the fourth one here, and then we'll go to uh, another email? Yeah, another bank review. This one's for the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, <laughs> in, uh, in Man- located in Manhattan. And he says, uh, one star, better buy some Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> awesome i love that i mean that was good advice at the time right because didn't it go up a lot like right after that um i, I thought that yeah since i mean the it, it went up, started it had a big spike and then it might have gone back down it went up a little bit um, when was it's big i thought it had a big there was a spike rise. there was a spike this year or la- i guess um recently but like and it was post when he posted this right yeah. so this would have been good advice if you would have taken gordon's advice oh yeah you would have made money but it's not like um it's not like you it's it wouldn't be like like so much money you know what i'm saying like you it would have been fine hey you gotta spend money to make money i always say that's true okay well the legged one we will finish your reviews on another episode here and just this we got a an email from josiah and josiah says hey there guys big fan of the freaking podcast Anyway, I was looking at this random voice actor in his catalog of movies, and he was in a Barbie movie. <laughs> so I looked at the reviews. Here, here they are. Again, big fan. Really enjoy your content, even when I'm forced to listen to it at gunpoint. <laughs> so, so by the works. way, this is just side. I'm not high. Okay, just okay. <laughs> um, I don't know what Barbie movie this is, but if I had to guess, it's probably uh barbie rapunzel if you remember that movie oh it says it i do remember that one but it says it on the third screenshot it's the barbie diaries 2006 which oh. i do not that one yeah i've i don't know that even... was a little after my time of which i would have been aware of the barbie movies i so. mean how old would my sister have been uh, yeah i think it would have been after my time too it would have been the window would have been fast closing anyway yeah this is the barbie diaries from 2006 and it looks like it's got kind of like a teen like High, middle school or high school kind of a vibe okay so it's it. not like the princess diaries no i mean they look like they're like it looks like it's more like uh i don't know like myspace live journal that kind of era okay well this one we also have quite a few reviews so let's do let's just do four like the last one and we can save the rest of them for another time because yeah, okay we're at 54 minutes it looks like uh anyway so S- simone cubbage says one star the animation murdered my eyes. So <laughs> evidently not, not a good thing. Not great. Um, why are all these profile pictures anime people? <laughs> must be a big. What uh, the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. They must be big with the anime community. Yeah. I'll take the next one too. It says Josina Pava. It says one star. Your nan is gay. LOL. 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 Bye. So uh, pretty, pretty awesome joke there from Josina. Uh, do you want to take this next one? Yeah, it's from Kennedy Crane, who again has the anime picture, mm. and they say one star. 
this movie, it looks like movie, but they put like an F in it and mixed some letters around. And an apo- like a comma is. Image- yeah, there's yeah. comma involved. Was very interesting, quote, and just Tio set their record straight. I do wash my clothes, like clothes, mm-hmm. but there's a V in it. And this was in quotes, so you'd presume that this was a quote from the movie. So. Yeah, so I feel like I just like recited some ancient like curse by reading that so i hope i didn't like set something off somewhere else in the world this next one seems like it's a uh a more a more genuine review if you want to if you want to read this one as well yeah it's from rawa hassan who says one star typical mean girls that's what i was going for it's like a mean girls vibe Mm, i got you typical mean girls high school movies hated it barbie looks like foot and the animation gave me anxiety. Okay. Yeah, I probably wouldn't like it too if that was Yeah, I, based on that, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. And ten people found that helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I want to do one more because I read one uh, like kind of ahead of here. This is from Maybe Live. And they say, one star, this movie gave me PTSD. The realism in this movie is too real and the high school in the movie is also real. It's real. <laughs> the mall looked chic and I wanted to visit it. Parentheses. Does anyone know the set name? Question mark. The set. <laughs> yeah. I really like the guy from 510. Does anyone have his character arc written down? <laughs> I really like the sexual tension between the DVD player and the Xbox original that were laying around. This movie is not recommended for youth. Parentheses. Mentally eight years old because there is a woman who is really cool and she disappears and it's really scary. As an individual, okay, who identifies as a straight cis white male, I feel heavily represented by the football players that want to push. Oh man, that's the back walls is what he meant to say there. Um, and he says, "Spoiler alerts: the bracelet isn't real. How the hell is that possible?" Disappointed. Omg. Um, and I also, I, I did have to translate the majority of that. So, and his picture, instead of being an anime character, it's from the game Battle Block Theater. Oh, is that which was by the same developer that made uh, Castle Crashers. Okay, well there you go. A little plug for them. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the behemoth. Um, okay, we got another college gunk email here. This one's from. Uh, I was hoping we would. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this one's from Dollar Store Ground Beef, and they say I figured I could clean out your disgusting inbox with some gunk remover. It's about time. And then, and then they included a photo of goo off. So we'll goof off. Well, goof off. Yeah. Well, I would have thought it'd make more sense as goo off. Yeah. But I guess it's if you goofed up. Yeah. But if you goofed up, it's for that. It's definitely you goofed your gunk all over the walls. <laughs> well, we'll, de- well, we're, we're definitely going to need to use that on all this college gunk that we're getting in. The um, inbox is just the gunk is like seeping through the cracks between the messages at this point. Yeah. Uh, Josiah also included another email that just says gunk. So we got to, we got to obviously talk about this. We should have read these in the other order. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't look at the subject line. Otherwise I would have <laughs> done that, but, uh, or I guess we cleaned things out so we can get some fresh. Yeah. We're getting more there. gunk in here. Um, Josiah <laughs> says, here's my freaking gunk. Also some t-shirts <laughs> that remind me of the podcast where you read t-shirts. <laughs> where we read Red t-shirts, t-shirts like we did that on the ray gun shirts oh yeah 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 yeah. i remember that um so it's a picture that just says the gunk and it's like on a it looks like an indie game like it reminds me of the game i think factorio is the name of it i don't know and shout out to indie gaming yeah big shout out to indie gaming 
I might do some indie gaming later tonight, you know? Yeah, me too. I might do some independent gaming. Um, anyway, so the first shirt on here is a baseball shirt that says I Heart Josiah. Uh, there's another shirt that says just says Gunk on like a black t-shirt. Uh, do you want to read this next one? <laughs> yeah, this one says I'm Josiah doing Josiah things. <laughs> and the next and it's kind of like got like a like a rusted look to it. Yeah, like it, it kind of looks old and kind of worn out, you know. You want to do the next yeah. one as well? Distressed. That's the word. That's Distressed it. jeans. Yeah. Yeah. This one says Josiah blood runs through my veins. And like every <laughs> line is in like a new font. <laughs> I like the last one. That's like a baseball team. It's like font. a baseball font yeah. for veins. <laughs> the next one's a blue shirt that just has like a beer logo on it, basically. And it says Josiah 100% original. <laughs> Yeah, it does look like a beer, like a PBR logo or something. Yeah, the next very off-brand. The next one's one of those like vote for Pedro style shirts, where it's like a white shirt with like rings. I forget what those are called, like that style a of ringer shirt. shirt. Ringer, you're right. Yeah, ringer shirt with black ringers, and uh, the the shirt says "Hello." It's like "Hello, my name is" sticker, and then it says "Josiah," and then parentheses says "I come to kill you," and there's a little blood splotch on it. There were a lot of layers to that one. You had the, the <laughs> ringer shirt aspect, the hello, my name is sticker, and then the, I guess, like murder. Yeah, there's a lot going on with that one. And the last photo <laughs> is just a, a big jug that says gunk on it, which is Hydro Seal 2 parts can cleaner. So I don't, I don't know what the, the sequel to Hydro Seal is, but. It seemed like it would be a gunk remover, but it just says gunk. Yeah, like it's, it's, I mean, more gunk. Yeah, I don't know. You're cleaning up the gunk. Alrighty, well, thank you, Josiah. Maybe for we those. need to figure out what gunk even is. I thought I thought gunk was bad, but maybe gunk is good. It could be good. I don't know. I guess it depends on depends on your perspective. You know, one man's gunk is another man's gunk. treasure. Yeah. One man's gunk is another man's college gunk. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that 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 was a thing. Um, <laughs> out of control. Okay. Well, let's do this one from Banana Hammock, the one for, because we've already read one of the reviews for Bouncing Bears, Texas. Um, I'm going to actually start. Well, I want to read the other ones on another episode because they're really long, but the first one that we read was very good, so. It was indeed, yeah. Um. Anyway, so this is from Banana Hammock, and it's for Pizza Hazel in Lowell, Massachusetts, and Banana Hammock says, Mamma Mia, fellas, please check out the reviews for Pizza Hazel in Lowell. I've attached a few of the greatest hits. So this is from Vanda Seraphim, who says one star. Very disappointed. Nothing like as pictured food went to trash. <laughs> There's a response from owner. <laughs> oh, no. The response from owner says, your picture look beautiful. And it's just like, I mean, it's it's like a woman. Like it's like a picture of a, like her, presumably. <laughs> No. That is so oh my god that's 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 great i've never we've never seen that before horny post horny replying to a fucking google <laughs> review so good like what is what is he trying to get like what does he expect the next move from that's gonna be like there's not she's gonna like a, email him and be like what there's do like you no look way like? to reply back <laughs> uh do you want to take the next one because it looks really great too Uh, this is from Jason Bates, who's got a cool pick where he's wearing sunglasses. And he's in a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. He goes, one star. My cell phone fell out of my pocket and rainy night when I wake up in a puddle on Main Street, Melrose. What? <laughs> what? Sounds like a... Sounds like a crazy night. Like the beginning of like a film noir yeah. or something. <laughs> uh, 
My cell phone fell out of my pocket, and rainy night when I wake up in a puddle on Main Street, Melrose, it was found and wound up in Chelmsford, a couple of doors behind his pizzeria. Nothing good to say about that area. Okay, so before you read the response from owner, um, <laughs> it's like, so to me, what this review sounds like is he his cell phone fell out of his pocket, and... It sounds like he slept outside in a puddle of water on Main Street, Melrose, but it ended up in a Chelmsford, in Chelmsford, a couple of doors behind a pizzeria. So he's reviewing the pizzeria because of that. Like, that's a one star. So he's reviewing a negative review of the area of the town. Yeah. And then the response says, uh, so what Pizza Hazel can do for that? Go review city. <laughs> does make sense which you but the thing is you can't we've we've experienced that before i've loved i would love it if you could review cities wasn't there a site that someone found one time where you could yeah but it's not like a google review thing you know and like the, the we should still get back to that site we, again we I would should like to uh becca Becca, yeah becca sent it to us becca sent us to the new york city page mm-hmm. i think on that yeah no i remember we that look get do a deep dive on that yeah sometime. go down and dirty into the 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 reviews of cities uh, okay, so the next review comes from Mackenzie, and Mackenzie says one star. There was a piece of long hair on my calzone and black unknown spots. Unknown <laughs> spots. Uh, do you want to read the last one? Yeah. Black. I mean, aren't those just like the place where it like is burnt a little bit? Well, yeah. <laughs> black I mean, unknown spots. Do you, do you remember the guy from a couple weeks ago on Twitter who's like, "Oh, I found shrimp in my shit." Yeah, yeah. He, I remember in that thread, he like took photos of a pieces of, you know, the cereal cinnamon. Toast I'm not saying it on it here. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to say. Yeah. It. They got to pay us. They got to pay. <laughs> they're us the one. That out. They're the one product that needs to pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like on the cinnamon toast crunch, he, um, he like took a photo of it was like, I don't know what these black spots are. on this. <laughs> We're taking it to a lab. So maybe, <laughs> it to a lab. yeah, maybe she's trying to do that. Like get famous on Twitter by lying about her food. Well, it's off to a great start. Got one thumbs up. Yep. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and read Fabiano's. Fabiano yep. here. Gives it a one star and says, I am disappointed with the hazel pizzeria. So it's called pizza, hazel or hazel pizzeria, whatever you <laughs> yeah, want. It's kind of what is fine. There's pe- uh, the pizza I ordered is horrible, tasteless, not funny. <laughs> I hate it when my pizza isn't funny. <laughs> I paid a reasonably expensive price for a really bad pizza. Reasonably expensive is an oxymoron, so I don't really understand. Yeah, come on. I thought we were going to keep those off of Google.com. Yeah, come on. No oxymorons on here. It's based in the terms of service. But yeah, I really hate it when I buy a pizza and it doesn't make me laugh. Yeah, seriously. I thought you were supposed to be funny. For you. We should start a pizza restaurant called Funny Pizza. <laughs> it's like kind of like Laffy Taffy. Maybe those jokes on the box or something. <laughs> yeah, but they're all submitted jokes by four year olds. Mario and nearby cities. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Easy. I already have one. So, and then, mm-hmm. you know, they just print like uh, the same one on a bunch of box, on like the same, a bunch of wrappers. So, like, we could just do that on a bunch of like the first run of phony pizza boxes, right? And it already fits because it's Mario and it's like pizza, like yeah, the Italian. And Mario's like a yeah, an Italian guy. So, okay, so next one comes from our friend Kevin, uh, and this is a review. These are reviews for the Pantex plant, which, if I had to guess, um, it 
Oh, never mind. It's not what no, I. No, I was. I thought it was. I think what you were. Yeah, thinking, like a. And then I looked like, it up, and it's not. Yeah, like a spandex kind of place that makes pants. Um, but yeah, it's, I think I, I was thinking of Playtex. Yeah, yeah well, you, yeah, basically that. Like, um, but it's Pantex is something very different from Playtex. Yeah, so it's yeah, so as Kevin reveals in his in his email, he says, "Hey, one star boys, here are a few reviews that I found for a nuke for of the nuclear warhead factory in Amarillo, Texas." <laughs> uh, he says, "Kevin, from listen to this, go listen to listen to this." Um. Okay, the first review comes from Heath McCasland, and Heath says, four stars, strategically located in the middle of nowhere. This not-quite-quaint assembly plant is a vestige of the bygone Cold War era. I am absolutely anti-war, but I'm also (laughs) anti-stupid. And being prepared to defend your home turf is only logical. Okay, it doesn't sound like he's anti-war then. <laughs> you got you to be prepared to defend your home turf it's like, with I'm, nuclear warheads. I'm anti-war, but I still believe in like the arbitrary borders that I that my country has put in the line that we have to fight to the death to defend. Like, okay, bro, whatever. You got to defend your home turf. Yeah, and Heath continues to say, I have removed one star because I can't seem to find an online gift shop. So he's making a joke that he can't buy a nuclear warhead here. So that would be that would that would be a cool if everybody could have one of those. That would be pretty cool. You want to take the next one? Yeah, it's from David. He says, uh, he says three stars, cool place. Two stars for the Armageddon factor, and he has like a <laughs> frowny emoji. So I think he means he removed two stars because of the. They should make in. You know how they have that show, The X Factor. Yeah, they should do one called The Armageddon Factor. And it's like people just like launching off nuclear warheads. (laughs) It's like people trying to end the world uh, as fast as they can. Yeah. It'd be kind of like a, like a speed run. Yeah. For Armageddon. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Like games done quick, but this is like, like it's like Armageddon done quick. Yeah. Like um, civilization done quick. Yeah. It's like, it's like speed running the game civilization, but in real life. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they just put a whole bunch of points into science and then they get the nuclear bomb and bomb everybody to death and then they win. But in real life. Yes. So it's it's great. Yep. Yeah. It's like war games. I you know, remember that the movie? movie War Games. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, they used um they were I remember in that movie the kid was like talking about how it's like a unix system or whatever and he was talking no about that's it. from jurassic park. Was it jurassic? <laughs> no, it was he said that there was the same thing in war games too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is that Unix thing in, in Jurassic Park, but there's also the um, like computer that they play the game on or whatever. He like hacks into it oh. because it's a Unix thing. But they also oh. reference Unix on Jurassic Park. That's pretty cool. So that's the tech talk. Of the yeah, week that's you. tech talk. I don't remember where I was going with that, but still. Anyway, Amy Bratton says one star. How do you lose everyone's child support payments? God damn it, dude. So the, the child support payments are going to the nuclear well, warhead place? So sometimes um, if a person is obligated to pay child support and they don't pay it, like they have a backlog of it, um, the person, like the payee, can take that to civil court. And essentially what happens is the government then garnishes their wages for child support. So, I mean, typically it's like an automatic thing. And the like the company doesn't fucking have to deal with anything other than put their like code in for uh, wage garnishment yeah. for child support 
but apparently this person is yeah paying his their child support to the company <laughs> like to the warhead company yeah so i i don't know very weird uh <laughs> you want to take the last one yeah that's from J- joe ramirez who says five stars good great food and good people <laughs> what more could you need at pantex yeah i'm going to the nuclear uh warhead factory to go get some uh mcdonald's anybody need anything yeah they should have do they have like a food court there um probably i mean you gotta eat (laughs) you know you gotta if it i'm trying to look this place up on maps you can keep going if you want but i want to see if like the maps has like a yeah like shows like that it's got anything like it's an airport or whatever yeah you know all right next next reviews come from gavin and we're gonna do the same thing just to to be fair we're only gonna read your the first four because there are quite a few yeah to what what'd you say tbf to, to be fair to be fair yep um the subject line of the email says wwe in new york and gavin says here are some reviews for a building in new york called wwe <laughs> it's not their headquarters that's in connecticut <laughs> i don't know what this building is <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the first review comes from cringy reality who says five stars i love everything about wwe it's very fun to watch. Five stars for you, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You can take the next one. Yeah, um, Muhammad uh, has a bit of a different perspective here. He says uh, one star. I watched WWE at home. Yeah, so not at this building in New York. Muhammad watches it at home. And he's he's apparently not a fan because he gives it one star. Yeah, he's like, I don't like. Or this maybe place. he's just saying that this isn't where he watches. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like he's like, I don't yeah. watch it here. I watch it at home. Uh, Michael Carf- Carfagno says five stars. This place. He's got Deadpool. He's got the Deadpool. Pick. He does have the Deadpool pick. It looks like the Deadpool pick from uh, from uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, it says five stars. This place is cool. I wish CM Punk could come to my house and play my wwe games like the video games yeah, i guess he wants to play he wants to play xbox with cm punk. i think cm punk that's like a wrestler right yeah no, that's he's a ufc guy. guy what the fuck was did he used to be no he's oh he, yeah it okay. says he used to be in the wwe i okay, i was gonna say it when i took typed it in it's ufc but then i saw so a he's kind of stories. crossing over you know between the uh i'm looking at this this is an article from a couple hours ago it says triple h reveals he spoke to cm punk comments on punk possibly returning to wwe so who knows so that's breaking news from an hour ago yeah maybe cm punk's gonna make a comeback to wwe if he does this podcast is where you'll hear the news yep we're breaking that news breaking news now official reports say cm punk is back in wwe (laughs) that's just lying (laughs) <laughs> what's the cm stand for i'm trying to figure that out cool music cool music <laughs> oh he was on a tag team named the chick magnets oh okay so he's chick magnet punk yeah he was originally with cm venom okay like so that from like that the energy with Eminem oh yeah like the movie i got you yeah um you want to read this next one from jerry s cattle yeah, Jerry says one star. Has WWE ever wondered about hiring a music consultant? Perhaps a socially conscious millennial that happens to be a musician also? 
<laughs> Maybe the music for PPVA would be Eternal A. <laughs> Is that a? I mean, it seems like they just kind of stop. Like they were going to write another <laughs> sentence, and they just hit the send button. They're like, "Fuck it." Do they mean Eter- Eternal A Take, the second studio album by rapper Lil Uzi Vert? <laughs> uh no they meant um eternal afterlife i don't i don't know i think they just they meant that the the music wouldn't it wouldn't be just for the moment it would go on forever it would be be eternal music yes but so they're saying perhaps they're just floating this as a possibility that perhaps they could hire a socially conscious millennial music consultant who also happens to be a musician (laughs) yeah and they're not saying that 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 person would be jerry escatel but it could be i think they would do a good job yeah I've just, I just I would put in a good word for Jerry anyway because I think Jerry is the most socially conscious millennial I know. Yeah, I think so too. Um, okay, I am going to break that four review rule here because we're going to break the fourth wall because here. I did read this this fifth review. This is a podcast. You are listening to a podcast. You are this listening is the to first a podcast. Time in Have fun. Fourteen episodes. We have admitted that this is a podcast, and we are on the radio. John, plus pause now. Press pause now. John, press pause now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we just call people out yeah. by name. <laughs> That's freaky. That's freaky right there. Uh, this other review comes from Paul Summers, and I really want to read it because it's a five star review. And Paul says, "I love WWE. It's my life, but I wish they let kids wrestle." <laughs> no, I mean, I I hope. What, what's his angle there? Why do you want kids to wrestle? I hope he is a kid and like wants to wrestle in the WWE. You know. I feel like that's the most charitable angle. The the, the one I was the, no, getting, I, I understand was that he was a dad and he wanted his kids <laughs> to wrestle, which is I feel like is worse, but it's still not as bad as I feel like what would be the worst possibility, which would be he just wants to watch kids. Yeah, wrestle. that's that's where I thought you were gonna go with that. But um, I feel like that there's at least three possibilities here. I'm gonna give Paul the benefit of the doubt here. And just say <laughs> I think he's a kid and wants to wrestle, but it would also be really funny. I you know I almost agree with him. Because I think it'd be funny to watch a kid wrestle like a six foot six, three hundred and fifty pound man. Like, that would be if it was a separate division, it would be oh that's cute, whatever. But if it, if they were all together, then that would really no. I, I think if it was if it was a separate division, it, that would be weird because it's like you're just watching kids like half naked kids go at it against right, each other. Right. That would we're gonna try to steer clear of that but, and instead just have the kids being getting like pummeled by like <laughs> six foot. Well, I, you know, guys. it's it, just to, you know, break a little bit of the um, the veil here. You know, wrestling's fake. So I think it'd be funny. What? If <laughs> I think it'd be funny if like the kids were just demolishing the adults too, like like they, yeah, they'd be like yeah. clotheslines and they just fall to the fucking ground and stuff. It'd be good. You know, has there ever been a kid in WWE? Um, I'm sure someone out there knows. Yeah, I'm if, looking up and I'm just getting Tyson kid. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think so, but... Um, first child wrestler WWE. First child wrestler. WWE superstar Becky Lynch announced the birth of her first child. Okay, well, that's not really... Not what I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's like a wrestler having a kid. Okay. Um, all right, so thank you, Gavin, for those reviews. We'll get to the rest of them on another episode. We got some reviews from Volcanoes. This one's from Mickey. And Mickey says, hey, guys, I was looking at reviews for various volcanoes. For for some reason, a lot of reviews for volcanoes around the globe mention Fortnite Obama throwing babies in the volcano and eating lava. Have a nice day, Mickey. Okay, there's another like a lot of reviews on this one, too. So let's do. 
Let's do the first two screenshots. We might do the other one too. Okay. Mostly because I don't know how to pronounce the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first one's from Mount Kilimanjaro. I'll just take these three because they're short. And uh, the first one comes from Speaking Parrot, who says, One star, worst place in the world. How cold was that? I got a headache. Or, I got headache. So <laughs> I don't really understand. I think because um, lava's hot, uh, Speaking Parrot's like, oh, it was cold, right? Yeah. Um, the cooking show says one star, one of the worst mountains I've ever climbed. <laughs> and then we got a, a review from the gaming hedgehog who says one star, very unpleasant to many people looking. And then there is a picture of a toilet on here for some reason. <laughs> so this is really kind of, this is kind of the intellectual side of Google Maps. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you know, on like locations like this, you do get people that are like trying to meme or whatever. But the gaming hedgehog's review is pretty good in my opinion i think like that's mm-hmm. a, that's a good one you couldn't even express how he felt about the volcano fully with words yeah, he, he had to <laughs> use an image of a toilet yeah do you want to take the next uh three reviews here nolan yeah this is this one this one hits a little closer to home it's the yellowstone caldera in wyoming mm-hmm. i thought the whole park was the caldera well <laughs> uh maybe so but uh this one could Honestly, I feel like when you're talking when you're talking about volcanoes, it doesn't really matter that much how close to home they are. Well, this one does, dude. It's a super. But this volcano. one does. This one does. But I mean, like, I feel like even if Mount Kilimanjaro erupted, like, how far away would that have? Um, I mean, I think. I, I mean, I think it'll put a ton of ash in the air. I don't know. I feel like we're all. I feel like if any large volcano erupted, we'd be kind of fucked, right? Uh, not particularly i mean like mount st helens was not good but it wasn't that bad right that didn't like destroy the world mm-hmm. anyway what would happen yellowstone, yellowstone would, would, would be- because it's a super volcano okay it's a super volcano yeah. that's it they would have like a mega eruption and spew like like more ash than any volcano ever has put into the atmosphere so it'd be a little awkward if if by the time you listen to this between us talking about this and you listening if yellowstone has erupted yeah that would suck that would be really shitty actually <laughs> I would, I would, I would give that a thumbs down. Yeah, me and Nolan would most likely be dead, if not very close to death, if that happens. So <laughs> I feel like we'd prefer to be dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'd probably want to move like fifty miles closer to just instantly die. But you know, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, that would kind of be interesting if that scenario sort of went down. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but um, um, well, actually, in fact, the most popular tag on the Yellowstone is die. <laughs> <laughs> the second most popular one is god yeah um so we we've made it on to kind of like how there's different sections of twitter like like film twitter yeah we've made it on to like volcano google yeah. and this is like the section where people talk about this type of stuff oh my god yeah they've kind of got their own personality their own flavor yeah uh, Samuel says uh, gives it a one star and also a lot of these reviews are this is the only review they've left on the site yeah that's kind of strange but okay um, Samuel says one star I tired I think he meant tried to give my baby to the gods but he just kept screaming on his way down when he landed in the lava he just burned instead of rising to the heavens one out of ten stars for this volcano okay just a quick aside I don't think Samuel Samuel knows very much about the volcano like that's underneath Yellowstone. It's not like it's not like uh, like a, you know, quintessential like huge mountain with a hole on the top. It's like everything is beneath the surface. Like you wouldn't be able to drop your baby down there. 
Yeah, come on, Samuel. Yeah, come on. How would you learn about this volcano before you start trying to make a joke? How about you try it? dropping a baby yeah. in there before? You I mean, yeah, I would it. love to see you try to do that. You fucking idiot. <laughs> what are you gonna fucking bury your like big, dig a hole? Fucking three hundred miles under the under the fucking crusty earth. We're Get the not, fuck we're out not of here. recommending dropping and or burying your baby in yellow. <laughs> yeah, please don't actually do that. That would not be good. Uh, you want to take the next one? Yeah, it's from Mel- Melanie Benchi who says one star and also her picture is a giant and like <laughs> so it's like if you don't have a profile picture on google maps then sometimes they make your picture just be the letter of your first name but it looks like melanie specifically got like a larger m yeah it's definitely not the the default <laughs> like it she went and put the yeah you're like i like how my picture is just my first initial but i wish it was bigger and so she kind of took matters into her own hands this one was it, just a quick context for this it was left one day after the other review and um, wow which was five days ago yeah and it oh five days since the screenshot was taken um and it kind of piggybacks off of it so if you want to take this this little all right yeah so melanie this is she gives a one star and says i give this volcano a one out of five it was the worst i saw a baby violently get thrown into the volcano um i saw it melt in the lava I, i heard the screams on the way down then a sigh of relief after it stopped screaming so the the baby side relief i, I guess I, don't, I mean that's not really you wouldn't uh, sigh if you die like they, that's just not what happens I'm like thank god i finally am not screaming any longer uh i didn't see its angel like i thought i would maybe it was evil anyway the view is cool <laughs> so once again i would challenge melanie to do that like to doesn't know anything about this volcano definitely yeah, well she only there. saw it happen okay. samuel who we really need to talk to because samuel is saying the issue was the vo- the problem was with the volcano, but Melanie is saying the problem could be with the baby being evil. Okay, yeah, I mean maybe that's why he did it, you know. Yeah, there are two when you're when you're troubleshooting when you're going to the troubleshooting manual of how of, of what happens if you threw your baby into a volcano and things didn't go as planned. It's the first question is is there even before they it's is there something wrong with the volcano? They say is your baby evil? Yeah, it's like the first yeah the first, very first like is your modem plugged in? You got to check that. Exactly. Mm. It's like, did you try turning it off and back on again? Did you try checking if your baby is evil? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to take the... Did you check the birth certificate to see if there's a little E, a little red E or like for evil. Some states put a skull there too. Yeah. It depends where you live. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to read the last one here? Yeah. It's from yellow cat one, two, three, four. Okay. Which are the first four numbers in case anyone's... Well, what about that is zero not a number? just blew my entire mind <laughs> wide open i never considered that before i would say it's not it's a concept oh uh it's a f- one star and uh i'm getting a lot of fours here they have four reviews four photos four months ago but it's one star mm-hmm. it'd be better if it was i four have stars. a favorite sleeping volcano here <laughs> I, I wonder which one it could be it's yeah it's probably the one that's there <laughs> it's there yeah <laughs> narrows it down oh bad well, thank you, Mickey, for those reviews. We appreciate it. I'm excited to get back into more of them, including this one we can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I in think Iceland. it's in Iceland or something. I'm yeah. starring the ones that we didn't get to. Um, Come back next week for more yeah. volcano coverage. For, yeah, for for more coverage. Yeah, that's what all the show really is, is just coverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think that'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning into our exclusive coverage. Yeah, thanks for tuning in for our exclusive review coverage of the week. You won't find this stuff anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Do you got anything else you want to add, Nolan? Just uh, 
make sure to watch March Madness. Okay, I thought you were gonna like do like an addition problem because I said add, you know. But um, two plus two, what is it? Find out next week. Yep, finally, you're in that. That's the question you have to tune in next time to find out. Question on everyone's minds this week. Oh man. Well, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. We will catch you on the next one. Goodbye.